Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing something that I haven't actually shared publicly. Um, it's something personal that I haven't shared publicly or something that I actually haven't shared privately, if I'm being honest. But I'm sharing it today to really explain to you why I am a fierce advocate for happiness in all of us. And so enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Hey girl, it's Yoandi here. How are you? I am, you know, my heart is heavy this morning, if I'm being honest. Yesterday, we got the news that there was a mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. I'm killing 19 kids, 18 or 19 kids. We're not totally sure yet. And a teacher. And it just really breaks my heart. It really does. As a mom of two myself, I just can't imagine what those parents are experiencing. You know, dropping off your child in the morning, believing that you're dropping them off in a safe space, only to get the call that, you know, that they've been killed. It's tragic. And then for the teacher and teachers and other service providers who Right. They, they just were doing their job. They were doing their job as a service provider myself. I know how scary it can feel sometimes when you know that you're at risk, you're physically at risk just by doing your job, whether it's being a teacher, whether it's being a healthcare provider on the front line, you know, when you're exposed, especially when you're taking care of vulnerable people, there's always that risk. And so my heart really goes out to everyone who knew and loved the teacher, the kids, you know, the community. It's just a sad, sad situation. But the reason I'm bringing it up today is because I want you to take your happiness seriously. I know that when we think about happiness, when we think about even success, it can seem kind of frivolous in a way. You know, the things that young people or kids think about or dream of, they want to be happy and they're, you know, for the most part happy when you don't have a care in the world, when you're not responsible for anything or anyone, right? It's much easier to prioritize just living carefree. And, you know, when we're young, we are the center of our universes, right? As kids, right? Your parents are at your beck and call for the most part. I know that not everyone has the most carefree childhood, but the nature of a child is to be the center of their universe, right? Everyone is looking after their feeding, their clothing, providing for them. And as we get older, the priorities start to shift away from us. The attention shifts away from us onto other people, whether it's we start to have kids or of our own, or whether it's our aging parents, or whether it's, you know, again, someone who works in the service industry, you're more focused on um, the kids that you serve or the patients that you serve, right? And so as we get older, the priorities shift away from ourselves. We start to focus more on the needs of others and less 
on the needs of ourselves. But I really, really hope that with this, not just this episode, but with this podcast, I can get you to reprioritize things a little bit such that you are putting your happiness as a priority. You're making it a priority. Life is so fragile. It's so, so fragile, really fragile. And my prayer for all of us is that we will live long, 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 a happy and healthy lives. My dad always says this on our birthdays. He prays this prayer that you're going to live as long as you want to, <laughs> whether that's 110 and you're like, okay, I'm done. All my friends are gone at this point. Uh, Lord, just take me now. <laughs> Whatever your heart's desire, you'll live as long as you want to. But at the end of it all, when all is said and done, my hope for you is that you'll be able to look back on your 110 years and say, yes, yes, I lived a life, a full life. I lived a happy life. I'm really content and really happy about the way that I lived my life. I lived out my purpose. I'm dying empty. As some will say, you feel like you've given life your all and there are no regrets. And this is really what I want you to start to think about. Um, It can be very easy for us to get into the cycle of living day to day to day to day and not paying attention to the fact that, you know, we only have a limited amount of time on this earth and that every day, every day is a blessing and every day is an opportunity to take one step closer towards our dreams. And it's never, ever, ever too late to dream, never too late to dream, never give up on your dreams. One thing that I get my clients to do, especially if they're struggling with this whole idea of purpose and meaning, uh, feeling that restlessness that, you know, they know that time is going and they are not quite sure that they are on the right path. One thing I get them to do, and in fact, one thing that I have done myself is to get them to write a letter. I get them to write a letter from the perspective of their 80-year-old self and just describe some of the things that you have done in your life. What is it that at 80, you're going to look back on and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm so glad I did this. I'm so glad I took this chance. I'm so glad that I tried. I'm so glad that I took the opportunity. I'm so glad that I identified my dreams, what I wanted for myself, and I am glad that I took steps towards it. You know, we always hear this idea that when we are old, no one is ever going to wish that they spent more time at work or that they put in extra hours at work. Yes, it's important to have work. It's important to do something for a living, something that you get paid for, something that you get recognized for. But when it comes to priorities, guys, I really want you to remember that work will always be there. I remember when I was in medical school and one of my really good friends, she said to me that her mom, who's also a a physician, had taught her that, you know what, at the end of the day, if you have to pick between family and work, always pick your family because if, God forbid, something were to happen to you, it's your family that's going to miss you. Work will replace you (laughs) in an instant. Work will replace you in an instant. There's so many other people with your qualifications, but you are the only one for your family. And so the idea is just really to reprioritize the things that you are focusing on and the things that you're paying so much attention to. And one way to do that is to write this letter from the 80-year-old version of yourself. 
And today I'm going to be sharing with you my letter, the letter that I wrote to myself. And I've written a couple of iterations of this already, but the first time I did this was back in 2019 when I was really trying to figure things out for myself. I had been on maternity leave and just knew that there was something more. I knew that I didn't want to do five emerge shifts in a row and then take three days off and then do another five in a row for the rest of my life. I knew that there had to be more. And so I wrote this letter to myself and I want to share it with you. Dear Yuandi, wow, what a journey life has been. Never in a million years could you have dreamed up the life that you've lived. Whatever you imagine your future to be right now, The reality blows it out of the water and it feels like you're still just getting started. Lala, who's my daughter, has grown up to be quite the star. She is a leader in her generation. You set an amazing example for her by fiercely living your truth and pursuing your passion. When you realized you were created for more back in 2019 and created multiple streams of income outside of medicine, you didn't let your career define you. You didn't let your education limit you. You opened up your mind to possibilities. You took bold, scary, courageous steps year after year to make those possibilities come true. And you did. And Lala has followed in your footsteps. Moya, who's my son, has grown up to be the man you knew he would be. His ideas have come to life and are changing lives. They both love God and serve him genuinely. And they are a source of light in their generation. Your marriage with BKF has gotten even sweeter. He makes you laugh with his silly ways and he continues to make you so, so proud. You've traveled the world with him, the kids, and now grandkids. You always wanted to spoil the parents and you did just that. You took them on trips, you bought them homes, you bought mommy her Tesla. You made them so, so proud and they always supported you. You are day, you've changed lives. You've inspired women to find their own purpose and to be intentional about their own happiness. You remained an excellent physician. You healed many minds. You touched people from all walks of life. You helped them repair their relationships with themselves and with others. And you healed families. The impact that you've had will be felt for generations to come. The books that you've written have become bestsellers and your talks have been so transformative for people all over the world. The community of women you serve have gone to do amazing things themselves. They are living and loving to the fullest. You couldn't be prouder of them because you know where many of them started. They taught you so much about loving and serving. It's been a privilege and an honor to walk alongside them as they have also evolved. You've lived a Christ-centered life. You multiplied your talents and handled your responsibilities so well. It hasn't always been easy, but God's grace has always been with you. You made the hard choice, the weird choice to some people, to do unconventional things, Yuandi. And looking back, I can truly say that we lived a full and happy life. So that's my letter to myself. It's a letter that I refer to from time to time when I feel like I'm losing focus. It's a letter that I refer to when I want to create a vision board for myself every year. It's my North Star. It's what keeps me going when I want to give up because 
yeah, this life of being, whether it's a creator, entrepreneur, doing things that are unconventional outside of going to school, getting a job, building a family. When you walk the unbeaten path, it can be really overwhelming sometimes. So having something that I can come back to that keeps me grounded and keeps me focused and keeps me motivated is always important. And so girl, if you are struggling with this idea of meaning in your life, try this exercise. Project decades from now and try to imagine yourself looking back. What are some of the things in your life that you have done that have that bring meaning to you, that make you feel so proud? I remember doing this exercise with a client once and she has said, you know what? In trying to complete her career as a physician, when she did this exercise, what came to light was her passion for real estate. And so, yes, even though she wanted to become a physician, she realized that her real estate empire was and being surrounded by her children and enjoying the fruits of that labor were really the things that she wanted to focus on. And so it can serve to bring a lot of clarity if you do an exercise like this. So I want to encourage you once again that although, yes, continue to work on your career and all the other lifestyle milestones that are important, but do not neglect your happiness. Do not neglect the things that you want to do, the things that you know that when you look back decades from now, you're going to feel the proudest of. For me, I don't know if it's evident, but it's my family, my kids. It's the people that I'm called to serve, the women I'm called to serve. It's my work as a a healer when it comes to the mind, not necessarily just the physical body, but a healer when it comes to the mind. It's my work as a guide, as a coach for women who might be struggling and feeling stuck. That's my North Star. It's my work as a writer, as a speaker. It's my wanting to give back, not just to my family, but to causes that mean so much to me. And so if you are feeling the weight of just not really knowing where you're, what your meaning is, try this exercise and I'd love for you to share it with me. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at dr.yoanday. So that's dr.yoanday. The link will be in the show notes or also on LinkedIn. Or if you'd like, join me on Telegram. Join me on the Happy Without Medicine Telegram community and we can send voice notes back and forth. We can chat back and forth and you can let me know how you're feeling. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it wasn't too heavy for you. Um, And hopefully you'll take me up on this call to action to actually do this exercise. And like I say, I would love, love, love to hear from you once you do. Until next time, remember I am here fiercely, fiercely advocating for your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.